It is Cowboys week, and that means it's time to talk 49ers football against the hated Dallas Cowboys. This uh, picture over over here, <laughs> right over my shoulder, that's where it all started between the 49ers and the Cowboys. They, 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 there was a rivalry back in the, I guess, the early 70s where the uh, uh, Cowboys kept knocking the 49ers out of the NFC Championship. But when the catch took place, that's what really changed everything. And so um, it's just a, a great rivalry reignited in the 90s, and, uh, and now it's been reignited today. Let me take you back. Uh, what's up, Bryant? Good to see you. He says, smash that like button, everyone. Yeah, please do that. Um, I'm going to take you back to Texas Stadium, November 12th, 1995. The 49ers were traveling to Irving, Texas to play the Cowboys. The 49ers were the defending Super Bowl champions, and they were playing without Steve Young. They were 13 and a half point underdogs. It was the most any defending Super Bowl champion had ever been underdogs in the history of the NFL. So big, uh, big underdogs going into this game. And the 49ers had had a tough, a, a tough season at that point. They were five and four. They were struggling. They had some injuries, like I said. They had just lost William Floyd and Brent Jones. They had lost two of their, their their last two games. They had lost three of their last four. And the game that they lost right before the Cowboys game was against the expansion Carolina Panthers. It was the first time in, in NFL history that an expansion team beat a defending Super Bowl champion. So it was not a time that, uh, that as 49ers fans, we were celebrating. Our quarterback was hurt. We just lost our star fullback and our tight end. The 49ers were not playing well. They had lost three or four, had lost the last two. And uh, so they were big underdogs going into Texas Stadium. But on the like one of the very first plays of the game, Elvis Gerback, who was playing quarterback for Steve Young, hit Jerry Rice on a short pass. Rice took it 81 yards to open the scoring uh, onslaught that was about to come. The 49ers ended up winning 38 to 20. And I was at that game. And uh, I remember that play where Rice caught that pass and where he was running toward the end zone. He was running right toward me. Of course, I was up in the stands a little bit, but he was running right toward me. And I'm surrounded by Cowboys fans, but I'm wearing all of my red and gold. And I was on my feet, or yeah, on my feet with my hands in the air, celebrating because the 49ers had taken the lead and they continued to put it on. So this was the situation. Dallas had lost the previous two to the 49ers in 1994 in the regular season and then in the NFC Championship game. And so they came into that game angry. They wanted revenge. Deion Sanders had left the 49ers and gone to the Cowboys. And so they really wanted to beat the 49ers bad. And it didn't happen. And so here we are again. The 49ers have beaten the Cowboys the last two postseasons. And the Cowboys want revenge. They want to bring it to uh, Santa Clara. And they want to knock the 49ers off. So I'm going to give you five 
things that the 49ers have to do. Five keys to the game, five things that they need to do in order to beat the Cowboys. So let's jump into this. The first thing that they have to do is they have to force Dak Prescott into some bad decisions. So far this year, Prescott's been playing really well. He's completed 71.3 of his passes, uh, which is really good. He's been very efficient. He's getting the ball out quick. And so we've seen how the Rams and the Cardinals and, and to a lesser degree, the Giants, how they attack the 49ers defense and that pass rush is they've gotten the ball out quickly. Well, the Cowboys have been doing the same thing already, so I think we can expect that same kind of approach. They're going to try to get rid of the ball before Bosa and Armstead and Hargrave and those guys can get to Dak Prescott. Uh, Prescott's uh, uh, air yards per attempt is 5.5, which is 33rd in the NFL. So he's he's been throwing just short passes, but again, he's getting them out quick dumping it off to to receivers so that that pass rush doesn't get to him. Now, the question is, how long can he be patient? We know by just watching the the previous two postseasons when the 49ers defeated the Cowboys that Prescott can be kind of brought into a place where he starts making mistakes. He gets frustrated, he gets a little antsy, and he'll throw some balls up and and he'll he'll make some bad throws, he'll overthrow, he'll underthrow, he'll uh, throw some picks. And so that's what we need to see happen. So far, the Cowboys have protected the ball well. They actually lead the league in turnover margin. So the 49ers need to turn that around. They need to get the Cowboys to turn the ball over. And that starts with putting some pressure on Dak Prescott and forcing him into some bad decisions. That's the first thing that they need to do. Number two, they need to keep Micah Parsons and company away from Brock Purdy. This is going to be a big one. And so if, if I was to say that of these keys, which is the most important, it's this one. They have to protect Brock Purdy. According to Nick Wagner of ESPN, the Cowboys lead the league in pass rush win rate, uh, 60.6%. Michael Parsons is leading the NFL um, with a 36.4% uh, uh, in the pass rush win rate. Demarcus Lawrence is sixth at 28%. So these guys are bringing the heat. They have an impressive 48.9 pressure rate, which is first in the NFL by 13 points or 13%. So they, they are putting tremendous pressure on quarterbacks. They also blitz at the ninth highest rate in the league. So because of that, because they've been putting so much pressure on quarterbacks, they've They've forced a lot of turnovers. Um, they've already scored four touchdowns on defense and special teams this season. Deron Bland had two interceptions last week. One of them he brought back for a touchdown. Leighton Vander Esch had a touchdown on a fumble recovery. So these guys are putting pressure on the quarterback. They're they're causing turnovers and they're actually scoring with their defense. And so. That's that's scary to face a defense that's playing at the level that they're playing. Now, the good news is that the Cowboys play the highest rate of man coverage, uh, 68.7, over the last two years, 
and they're they're playing at the second highest rate of man coverage so far this year. Why is that good news? It's good news because Brock Purdy is really good against man coverage. His 89.0 QBR, his 8.7 yards per attempt, and 14 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio are all top three in the NFL versus man. If you're going to play man against Brock Purdy, he's going to find those openings. As long as the 49ers can keep him upright, I think Brock Purdy could have a good game. So not only that, but again, the Cowboys blitz at the uh, one of the highest uh, blitz rates, ninth highest in the league. And we've seen what Brock Purdy does to teams that bring the blitz. He picks them apart. And he did that to the Giants. Uh, they they kind of were getting to him at first and and causing some bad throws. But as soon as he kind of settled in, then he just started to dissect them. And so the Cowboys play two different types of styles. They play they blitz a lot. They play man coverage. And Brock Purdy is really good against both of those those different uh, approaches. But again, the key is that they have to keep him upright. They can't let Mark, Michael Parsons or Demarcus Lawrence get to him or anybody else. They've got to protect him. And so the question is, is not, to me, is not can Brock Purdy handle the Dallas defense? I think that he can. The question is can the 49ers offensive line handle the kind of pressure that Dallas brings, specifically Colton McKivitz? And so if there was one concern that I have, uh, there's actually two concerns that I have, but the the first concern, the biggest concern, is can Colton McKivitz handle Micah Parsons? He's not going to outplay Micah Parsons because Parsons is one of the best in the league. And so, you know, to, to say that, hey, Colton McKivitz is going to shut out Micah Parsons, that's not going to happen. But can he handle him? Can he handle him well enough? Can the 49ers get him enough help? to where Parsons can't take over the game. That's going to be the question. So force Dak Prescott into some bad decisions and keep Micah Parsons and company away from Brock Purdy. Number three, bottle up Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's currently fifth in the NFL in rushing. He has 311 yards. He hasn't been that spectacular as a receiver, but they will use him that way. But uh, you can expect that the Cowboys are going to try to run the ball early and often. They're going to do their best to establish the run, and if they don't get behind to where they have to start throwing a lot, they're going to stick with that run. And uh, Tony Pollard can do some damage. And so we don't want to see that. Now, their offensive line has had some injuries so far this season, but right now they're they're mostly healthy. They, I, I'm, I'm guessing that they probably all play. Um, but, uh, that offensive line, they're pretty good, but they're better in the run game than they are in the pass game. So, uh, I, I think that the approach that the Dallas offense is going to take, they're going to try to get the ball out quickly when they throw, but I think that they're going to be uh, trying to run the ball quite a bit. And so the, the 49ers need to shut down, uh, Tony Pollard, bottle him up, don't let him start uh, getting away and, and picking up yards to where the Cowboys can can keep running. And definitely don't let them get uh, get up on you to where they start running the ball more and more and more because they, they get better uh, as they do that. So shut down that run and, uh, and 
don't don't let him keep going. What's up, Bebop? It's good to see you, man. Uh, we're talking 49ers and Cowboys uh, for anybody that's in here right now. I've given you already three of my uh, three of my um, keys to the 49ers winning. They have to force Dak Prescott into some bad decisions. They have to keep Michael Parsons away from Brock Purdy, and they have to bottle up Tony Pollard. Number three, I think they need to keep Ambry Thomas off the field. <laughs> I've been picking on Ambry Thomas a lot. Last year, Mike McGlinchey was the one I picked on, and this year it's Ambry Thomas. Uh, he just isn't having a good season. He's not playing very well, and uh, and so that's... Uh, that it's a concern for me whenever he comes on the field. Now, here's this is my second concern. So I said my number one concern is the pass protection, keeping Brock Purdy upright. My second is what happens in the uh, at the slot. So here's the thing: whenever um, whenever Ambry Thomas is is on the field it's because the 49ers have moved um isaiah oliver out of the slot and usually that's because he's not playing well or there's a bad matchup so basically here's the thing isaiah oliver is really solid he's a physical corner and he's solid against bigger receivers but he struggles with those quicker receivers and so in the case of the cowboys I think that he might be a good matchup for C.D. Lamb, but he's not a good matchup for Brandon Cooks. So the big question is going to be, who are the Cowboys going to put in the slot? If they put uh, C.D. Lamb in the slot, I think Isaiah Oliver is going to be fine, and we'll see Lenore on the outside uh, opposite of Charvarius Ward. If they put Brandon Cooks in the slot, and they, they, they've played them both in the slot, but they play Cooks there more often. And so if they put Cooks in the slot, which I'm guessing they're probably going to, that's that very well could force the 49ers to bring Diamador Lenore inside, which would then force them to bring Ambry Thomas in the game. And if Ambry Thomas is in the game, that's where the quarterback's throwing the ball. That's where they always do it. That's where I would do it if I was the coach or the quarterback. Bebop said teams are picking on Thomas, and he's exactly right. Everybody has been picking on Thomas. Every time Ambry Thomas comes in the game, bad things happen. And so if the 49ers are going to win this game, I think that uh, Ambry Thomas needs to stay off the field. And that's just my personal opinion based on how I see things. But uh, again, they've got to, they've got to get this right. I, I hope that Isaiah Oliver, whoever he's matched up against, I hope that he can stay with them. And uh, you know, with the Cowboys really approaching this with a, a quick passing game, it is important for like your slot corner to, to be able to move quickly with a guy. And, and, and that's why Brandon cooks would present a problem because he's quick. Um, and those, those corners on the outside, they're, they're going to have to come up and they're going to have to press. And, and I just don't know how often they like doing that. So, uh, that's, uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup. So I would say the, the most interesting matchups are going to be Michael Parsons and Colton McKivitz 
and the rest of the, the Dallas pass rush against the 49ers offensive line. And then this uh, quick passing game against the 49ers corners. Um, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be a, a little chess match there. Um, I, I, I would think that they'll put uh, CD lamb in the slot some, but I bet you they're going to put Brandon cooks there more to try to force Ambry Thomas onto the field. That's just my guess, but um, that's certainly what I would do. Uh, and then number five is that you need to use your yak brother. So the Cowboys um, do well in the, in the run game at times, you know, sometimes they're they're they, you can run on them, but they, they don't tackle well in the passing game. And so when you have guys like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, those guys could feast on Sunday. It's very possible that uh, that the 49ers get some mismatches, that they get um, some, some matchups that they really like uh, to get those guys open. And then once they do, Dallas hasn't been good at bringing bringing guys down. So that is a big advantage for the 49ers, I think. So that's, uh, those are my, uh, just quick keys to the game, uh, for the 49ers to win. They need to pressure Dak Prescott. No, he's going to get rid of the ball quickly, but they've got to get in there and force him into some bad decisions. They've got to keep Micah Parsons uh, and Demarcus Lawrence away from Brock Purdy. That pass rush for Dallas is legit. They're no joke, and they're leading the league right now. And so the 49ers are going to have to do something to keep those guys from getting home. They've got to bottle up Tony Pollard. Don't let him beat you. Don't let that Dallas running game get going. Uh, because if you've got a quick passing game and now you've got a running game and they're clicking, it's going to be hard to get off the field. They've got to keep Ambry Thomas off the field and they've got to use their yak brothers, um, make the Cowboys pay. And that's one of the things that in the last two years, um, in, in the postseason, is that the 49ers have really taken it to the Cowboys physically. And so they need to continue doing that. I mean, they've, they've got to wear them out. And I, I, I like the fact that they've been getting some, you know, some, some quick scores and they've been moving the ball and picking up chunks of yardage but I'd like to see them use the clock some. I'd like to see them wear the Cowboys defense down. I think they need to run at Micah Parsons. Uh, he's talented. He's fast. But um, when you're running away from him, that's I think that's probably when he's at his best. But when you're running right at him because he's not real big, um, they have a chance to, to, to gain some yardage when they run right at Parsons. So that's my... My uh, two cents, uh, hopefully the 49ers will be able to do that. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think that whoever wins the turnover uh, battle is probably going to win the game. And I've already made my picks for 49ers web zone, and I picked the 49ers to win. Um, and that's not a bias thing. I just think that they're playing better than anybody else right now. Um, so I, I, I think that they'll win as long as they uh, play like they're capable of playing. If they if, if they're efficient like they normally are, if they hit, if they tackle, if they do those things that we know that they do, then they're going to win this game. But if they come in and they make mistakes, if they let uh, the Cowboys hit Brock Purdy a lot and he throws up a ball or two that uh, that's picked off and taken back the other way, 
If they turn the ball over, uh, then there's going to be problems. If they're committing a lot of penalties, usually in, in, in this matchup, the Cowboys are committing a lot of penalties and the 49ers stay pretty clean. And so if it's the opposite where the 49ers are committing a lot of penalties and the Cowboys are staying clean, then this could go the other way. I don't think the 49ers will lose, but if the Cowboys win, I wouldn't be stunned. And if the Cowboys win, I think it's going to be because the 49ers played sloppy. I just think they're the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, whether that's going to be that way a month from now or a few months now from now, I don't know. But at this point, uh, they are the best team and they they should win. But we'll see what happens. That's why they play the game because you never know what's going to happen. And that's all I have. Thanks for joining me and uh, appreciate if you would like and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening uh, on wherever you get your audio podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and follow the 49ers Camelot Show. Everybody have a good uh, rest of your week. Have fun in the weekend. Uh, watch some football, watch some baseball, and let's go Niners. Let's beat those Cowboys.